welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, Broads. Hi, Broads. We're back. It's Thursday, and it's time to get a little bit creepy. I feel like I say every episode that I'm so excited for this episode, but I'm so excited for this episode. Me too. Again. So if you've been with us for the long haul or have gone back and listened to our earlier episodes, you know that we did a paranormal episode, um, scared the shit out of us. I and love <laughs> talking about all things ghosty, creepy, demon Everything creepy. And after we did it, we didn't sleep for three days, and then we also have gotten so many... Uh, DMs and messages from people begging us to do a part two because we oh, said yeah. we were going to do it and we haven't. And it's been months. So I know. We here's the thing: we were just holding off for an amazing guest, and we got one <laughs> thanks to a suggestion by one of our broads. Yes, one of our broads slid into the DMs and suggested uh, this person in their amazing podcast. So we are joined by Roz Dresfeles. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Okay, so you have a podcast called Ghosted. Yes. And I have been listening, and I'm obsessed. Thanks. You love all things spooky, yes. Love it. Okay. I don't... I'm not an expert. I just like to listen to people. I get all into it. I get terrified. So you get wigged out after listening oh, to everything. Yeah. Well, I'm a drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. Wigged yeah. Out, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Which, P.S., I didn't realize this was going to be on camera. So, because usually I, you know, I'm, I'm always in drag on the podcast. <laughs> um, so now people kind of know that I'm not. But <laughs> you're looking so cute. Oh, thank your you. Your little overalls. Do you do I'm videos so with your podcast? No. <laughs> you should. I know I probably should but then that's just like a whole that's more effort where then for every single recording you have to get dressed to the nines see but I I like to be on the podcast and be like oh guys I wish you could see this gown I'm wearing (laughs) this jewelry I've got on it's amazing (laughs) too bad you can't see it too bad I'm just sitting there in track pants no shirt on just like (laughs) you're just fully nude yeah I'm all about it yeah so I'm usually like oh the effort I put in today took me hours (laughs) Too bad you're not here. Yeah. So how long, quick question, does it take for you to get into full drag? Well, it depends what it's for. Like, (laughs) if I'm going to be, like, on TV for, like, it's going to be out there on YouTube or whatever for the rest of my life, then I'll spend, like, three hours. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, I I do a lot of stand-up comedy, so those shows it's like okay i'm gonna be seen for 10 minutes i'm sorry guys (laughs) like i'm gonna give you like a 45 minute okay yeah so still it is is a lot of effort i still gotta shave i still gotta yeah Yeah. it's a lot so you do stand up i do yeah do you in los angeles or all over wherever wherever you want me sure yeah i have a show at the hollywood improv that i've had for a couple of years um it's now become a game show which is really really oh my god how fun we're going wait let me tell you what it is okay so basically what it is is i have a contestant come on stage and a comedian uh we lock up a comedian in a soundproof chamber Uh and then the comedian comes back out to see this contestant and we give them three minutes just to tell us everything they would guess just by looking at them so you know it gets real rant like people would be like oh you look like um maybe you're uh, a sign spinner outside of um (laughs) boost mobile or i don't know and then they'll just start saying things and everything they get wrong the contestant gets 
gets a point. And so the whole show is about how much are you actually as you appear oh from like God. the vibe Oh, I give love up. that. It's really, really fun. Oh, I love that so much. Well, I want to go up and do it. I know. You I know, should. I would love to have you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I do that every month. Uh, the next one's July 13th at the Hollywood Improv. It's called The mm-hmm. Once Over. Oh I love that. I love Oh, we're, we're gonna going. have to go. Yeah, we'll be a blast. Yeah, please. So tell us about your podcast, though, because that's yes. why okay. we have you on here. Oh, in that's the first right. Place. What am I doing? <laughs> um, okay, so I've always been obsessed with ghosts, yeah. and I grew up in a house that, I mean, it was haunted, but it's always kind of weird to say like it's haunted because it was like my grandma. Like it's not like Ooh, okay. spooky grandma. Okay. Like it's, so, but grandma haunted it. Yeah, but it was like you she know, was a, present. Yes, it was a very loving. You know, it was a grandma, so yeah. it was really good uh, conditioning for me. You know, to learn at a very young age. Oh, this is what it feels like when there's somebody in the room that you can't see, but you can feel them, and oh, yeah. you know they just move something or whatever. So I, from a young age, I started being able to recognize that. And, you know, with ghosts, it's like everything is theory and we just we don't really fully know anything for sure. How could we, you know? But for the more I talk to people that are quote unquote experts and stuff, it does seem like there could be a thing that I think I have, which is ghosts are at a... um, you know, you know, I go to a place where ghosts are and they go, oh, that person has like talked to us before. Like that person knows what it's like when oh, we're around. Really? So okay. we're going to let that person know that we're around. So, you know, ghosts are kind of like ghosts like really like me. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like real into this. So, so I think that I really do believe that's a thing. And, I do too. and like even within families. So like I swear, like some of my aunts are crazy psychic, like have these crazy dreams, will like sense things. And my own parents will be like no I believe in it but I'll admit I don't have it like both my parents yeah. say that they're like I don't have that sense I don't mm-hmm. get a sense of energies or presences and me I'm totally like do you guys feel that in the room like what's yeah. happening right. I had this dream and it, this thing ha- ended up happening like you know I think you can definitely be closed off to it yeah, or don't believe sure. it or whatever I recently had uh, a really really experienced paranormal investigator Katrina Weidman who she actually has a show called Portals to Hell with Jack Osborne it's a really Whoa. creepy show on yeah, the travel channel terrifying you should check it out um, <laughs> just sh- not alone when, at nighttime. oh no that's all <laughs> which is what i do all the time which is why i don't sleep <laughs> uh, but there's um this she, she was telling me that when i was explaining that i think i have this thing where ghosts are into me and she was saying it's sort of like when you're at a party and you know if if you're trying to talk to people and no one's like we don't want to talk to you like you're not gonna want to talk to those people if they're sure. like closed off right. with someone that's like hey what's up it's the same kind of thing for ghosts you know interesting because ghosts were people too that's true obviously you always have to keep that in mind hashtag ghosts were people too yeah okay that's like the new movement sometimes there's the things that i don't think were ever human and that's where (gasps) i lose my sleep yeah oh my god you guys i hear so many stories these days which is listen i asked for it this is what i wanted and there's a little bit of me that's like getting more used to it and like it's fine like this is all normal like yeah i hear another story about a man hovering over your bed at night which is always terrifying to me but i'm getting a little bit more used to it um but still when i hear like the demon stuff oh no 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 Mm -hmm. i have chills i have chills i have chills no No. don't don't fuck with it no no No. don't invite them in like well like (laughs) and so so often like i hear the ouija board getting thrown around all the time and my thing is like i 
know that like everyone's like it's fun and games. Bitch, Everyone no. does it when they were a kid, but I don't know. I've seen some weird. Have shit. you ever done a Ouija board? Girl, <laughs> do I have a Ouija board? <laughs> okay, hold on. Before you get in, uh-huh. we're gonna do this. Oh yeah, 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 little yeah. Ad. Okay. Oh my god, I'm so today excited. we're sponsored by Ouija. <laughs> Surprise! It's an online app that, <laughs> that will open up the portal to hell right in the middle of your living room. Um, no, this is far from it. You know, as I'm sitting here, um, like you're just so fab. Thinking about fab fashion, Roz. Come on, I can't help but think about one of my favorite fashion companies, Amore Vert, the sustainable clothing brand committed to making versatile and thoughtfully designed clothing that's good for both you and the planet. If you want to start living a more eco-friendly life, a great place to start is clothing. As we've discussed before, fashion is actually one of the top polluting industries in the world. Amore Vare's clothing is made from sustainable fibers, non-toxic dyes, and local production. And their clothes are made in limited quantities to eliminate excess waste and ensure the highest production standards. What I love about Amore Vare is not only are their clothes incredibly soft and comfy, they're also classy and chic. They're jumpsuits, blouses, dresses, or pieces that can be fixtures in your wardrobe. Um, I always say you need a few items in your closet that are chic and sophisticated that won't go out of style. Staple pieces. You need staple pieces, and uh, really good quality is also key so that they'll last you a long time. We have some Amore Vare clothes that we'll be posting pics of um, later but um i love the pieces because you can really dress them up or dress them down you can you know i got a blouse that i can french tuck into a pencil skirt and add a blazer for night or throw it over a pair of stonewashed jeans and your casual cute perfection wow it's almost like you're a former stylist i don't know right now a more vare is offering our podcast listeners 15 percent off your first order when you go to shop greenlove.com slash chatty that's shopgreenlove.com slash chatty for 15 percent off your first order go to shopgreenlove.com slash chatty back to ouija boards okay great <laughs> okay tell us <clears throat> okay so speaking of fashion and things i they call me the bargain bin beauty raw's dress for less because i yes. love thrifting i love finding treasures and sometimes i get into these scenarios where i'm like Listen, Roz, you do not need this in your house, but I just can't imagine somebody else having it. Right. So it's mine. Yes. So about, <laughs> if I can't have it, no one else. Can. Exactly. <laughs> about ten years ago, I'm at this Goodwill and I see a Ouija board. No, this is the beginning of a horror movie. It is. Oh my God. And I, I like creepy things i like old things like i'm the kind of like i actually kind of want like uh an old ventriloquist dummy i don't know i'm weird okay oh my god okay so i see this ouija board it's like i would guess about 1960s it's the the board it looks like it's never been touched almost um it's got the little piece on the inside like it's like great condition one dollar i'm like it's one dollar i gotta it was I like know. Was Bitch, ask, are you It kidding? was like it was I asking know. you to buy it. I know. Just one dollar, please. I, I would have ran from... Now, here's what I told myself. Okay. I will never play it. I will never mess with it. I just want it. I think as a, it looks as like a, cool. As a cool piece yeah. in your house. I thought like maybe, it, yeah, it might be like a cool like okay. coffee table book situation. I don't know. So you yes. really promised yourself. You're like, I'm not going to use it. I really it. Yeah. did. Yeah. I was like, I don't mess with that right. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, little did I know <laughs> that you don't even have to play with it. Who knows who played with it before? Oh, my God. So I put it in my... And from their estate sale after they died, that's why it's in Goodwill for a dollar. I know. 
You think about, okay, I also had somebody come on my podcast that went to a psychic and they were wearing a thrifted shirt and they were saying that this man was connected to this shirt. He, he, he gave it to somebody that like died in it, I think. And yeah. Dude, like, I put her, so I get little vintage dresses from like antique store that I put on her and I just like, I can't help thinking sometimes. You never know the like, history of these things and everything I own oh is God. like secondhand or antique. You got to put some holy oil on that. Throw, throw it around it. the house. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. So I get this Ouija board and I'm like, oh, I, I just remember I put it in like the corner of my apartment. I was not going to touch it. I was just like, whatever. I will deal with it later. I'll find a place for it. So the first night something happened, I had a friend over. We were just like hanging out. It was like a day or two after I bought it. And I kept hearing like something dropping in my kitchen. Like it just sounded like, like a leak, like something was dropping. And I was just like, I don't know, whatever that is. And my friend went to the kitchen. He's like looking around. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I keep hearing something. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what that is either. And I, we both noticed that whenever we would like acknowledge it, it would stop. Like we'd be like, what was that? It stopped. And then we'd like go back to normal and it would like, like whatever. And then we'd be like, did you hear it? It stopped. It was like really weird. So then about a night or two after that, I'm like laying in bed. I'm trying to go to sleep. And I remember, so my bed was like on the far wall. The Ouija's like over there. I had a window on the other side of the room. And my back is to over there. I'm like facing the wall. And I keep hearing, I was living in this apartment. One floor below my apartment was like a parking lot area. And I kept hearing somebody outside like <sighs> like just i was like maybe they're like smoking or i don't know what they're doing like <laughs> somebody has emphysema i don't know what they were like i just <sighs> like they're just doing that and they were kind of like shuffling on the concrete but it seemed like like the the length of my apartment like they were just kind of going back okay <sighs> shuffling oh! and i was just like whatever <laughs> i don't know who this crazy person is out there i'm just gonna ignore it because i need to go to bed so a lot of time is going by. I'm like, okay, this person, what are they doing? Get a hobby. And <laughs> all of a sudden, I hear the <sighs> get louder. No, 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 no. I'm freaking out. Wait. And I hear no longer the concrete, just like a <sighs> and it's like getting louder. Then I hear the shuffling on my carpet. <gasps> and I hear this. <sighs> And it's coming toward my bed. And I'm not looking that way. I'm facing this way. And I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen. I think this is it for me. And I hear just like a, like something sit on my bed. No! Stop! And so I like turned and there was nobody there. And then I instantly start hearing like... Like, oh like, like, it sounded like someone with fingers, like, on the walls, like, doing that, and then on the ceiling, like, not the roof, the ceiling, like, <laughs> oh my god, no, oh my god. and then no. my light turned on, it turned off, and I was just like, I'm terrified. I turned on, like, the lights, and 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 I didn't go to bed the entire night. This crab man oh. is about to get what the crab oh man god. breathing with breathing problems. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so then I, I remember I... Did, the, did you think of the Ouija board at all during this scenario? Did it come to mind at all? You know, the second that someone sat on my bed and there was no one there, I was like, this wasn't <laughs> happening, like, a couple weeks ago. Maybe that thrifting experience wasn't a great idea. Yeah. So I didn't know what to do, and so I had all these cool, hip L.A. friends. I'm like, you guys, what do I do? And then, you know, one of them's like, here's some protective stones. Here's some sage. Here's a rosary. Like... All these things, I'm like, I'm doing it all. I don't care. So I put, like, all these things in the box. I put it in a box. I put it in a closet in storage. And I just, 
like, I'm not touching it. And then like you kept it. What? But then I would talk to friends and they go, you can't get rid of it. It's attached to you now. Don't burn it. Like it's like it's just like the you gotta make it mad. It's like you're like demon pet now. Well, yeah, it's one of those things like what they what I, I've learned is that that's merely a, what's the word that they use a vessel a, a vessel mm-hmm. yeah that's not it's not about the board it's about whatever's attached to the board okay which, whoever invited it to yeah so now it's my problem so get rid <laughs> of the board the problem's still there so and you know you hear these stories it's like you throw it away and then all of a sudden it's back and it's oh like oh my god which oh i always god. want to see the footage like how does it get does it slither back yes, like i don't it's just like sludge that like i think like fern gully style like the sludge yeah, just like slides down. Oh my god, that is so that creepy. Is, so nothing since though. Oh well, well. Then I moved to um, uh, a whole nother apartment, and I forgot about it. Basically, I mean, I like to bring it up to friends. I'd be like, "You guys, I had this ghost," and um, it just kind of wasn't thinking about it. So then, when I moved to the new apartment, first day, I'm like, everything. You know, I didn't even have like my bed set up or anything. I was like sleeping on a mattress or something on the floor. And I heard on um, the inside walls of my my room, like basically like the same kind of, but instead it was more like a, like it was a. To me, it just seemed like fingers tapping a wall and then sliding down. Oh no no no! And the same thing where it would be like, I'd I'd literally be like stop, and then it would like stop, and then it'd be like, and I'm like okay, I'm going to bed, and then it's like, oh my god. Like it would just keep happening. And so many things were like that where it would, it would, you know, you would acknowledge it and it would stop. And it would, you know, it was very weird. It was like an intelligent. Did you um, ever address it? Like, did you ever talk to well, it? Well, I got to the point where I was like, okay, like, it, it doesn't seem evil. Like, right. it's probably a demon, but like, it kind of <laughs> seemed like a fun demon that was like, he's down, down for party. a good time. Yeah, it was like, I got a roommate. Like, this is great. Like, I was getting kind of lonely, so now I have someone to you live with. You have someone come and like, spend the night, and you're just kind of like, ignore my demon. Like, Literally, <laughs> that would happen. I would have friends over, and I remember like, the ceiling fan would turn on, and I'm like, it's the demon. That's Carl, my demon, or whatever. So then, okay, the last thing that I remember happening that was like, really interesting was I had this cute little dog at the time and we were sitting on the couch and I lived alone and you know contrary to popular belief I am a man and my <laughs> toilet seat was always up and so uh we're the, me and the dog are like sitting there and the toilet seat slammed in the bathroom and you know, you know that sound when the toilet seat slams, like it's just a very distinct sound. And so my dog, I remember, jumped up and like ran to the bathroom and then like ran back to me and was like terrified. (gasps) And so I don't know what he saw. So eventually I'm like, I'm not going in there. The demon's dick. Yeah. In the bathroom. I was like, I'm not, when that dog had seen some stuff in that apartment. (laughs) And so he was real scared this time. He's been exposed to things. So I was... I was like, I'm not going in that bathroom. And finally I was like, okay, I gotta go pee. So I like went to the bathroom and the toilet seat was up. You like, I knew that sound. So I don't know. That really reminds me. I think the one I told the first episode, probably a lot of our listeners haven't gone back to listen to the, our third ever episode, but I basically had a situation where it was over the course of two weeks. A couple things happened. I'll go over it very briefly. I think we talked about it, Mm -hmm. but we had like, um, double doors, 
to my game room at my parents' house. It was when I was uh, living with my family, and it was like 8.30 at night. I was alone at home. I thought my little brother had come home and was fucking with me because it was like those those double doors were like, ka-ching, 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 oh. ka-ching, on the other side of the house. Oh and I was just like fucking Joel's, like messing with me again, like banging the doors on the other side of the house, right? So I just kind of ignored it. Anyway, I walk over to the other side of the house before I leave that night to go say bye to my brother. Of course, it's pitch black. Only the TV sound is on the screen of the tv isn't on and i just like i go joel like all quietly and it was just like dead just dead pitch black of course his car was in the garage i booked it out of there i didn't look back at the house because i was afraid i was going to see something in the window (laughs) i'm not looking back but then the second aggressive right and then a second thing happened where basically we had this really high alcove and there was a we I was had a party in the backyard with my friends. We come back inside at the end of the night, and there's a single candle burning at the to- in the middle of the alcove, like 15 feet up in our fucking dining room. Like what? What the fuck? And I like candle? all of my friends. I was like, please. The candle had originally been on the dining room table with like a set of candles, and then just one was up on the alcove. And Wait, I it was lit. Yes. And oh. so I told my friends, I was like, did any of you like? Are you fucking with me? Did you put this candle? And everyone was like, what are you talking about? And also, that's not a very funny prank because you could burn somebody's house down. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a very weird thing to just like put it in the alcove. So it's like I a had to fire stand, starter ghost. I had to stand on <laughs> my brother's shoulders to pull the candle down. Like it was was not like it was very high so, like someone couldn't have like jimmied up there real quick no like, and then yeah. the third thing that happened within the same two weeks my parents were out of town by the way this whole two weeks and my parents are very like very christian folk and i think that since my parents were out of town whatever weirdo demon was in that house there was a lot of weird shit that happened in that house i think it was like time to play like oh my the God. christian parents are away oh. yeah and then the third thing oh that God. happened was this heavy breathing exactly like you're talking about i was in my bedroom like with my boyfriend on the phone and uh and then all of a sudden I heard this <laughs> like right inside of my door. No. And I, I was like, what the fuck? And I opened the door, threw open the door. My sister comes out of her room. She goes, Beck, were you crying in the hallway? I heard somebody breathing Stop. really hard. Stop. So, that, yeah. Maybe it was the Shit. same demon. Yes, no, I think it was. I'm telling you three same. times over the course of two weeks. And then my parents got back nothing more. But it was weird. It was really fucking with me. I, the breathing is always like so attached to everything. So my uncle had a crazy Ouija board story. Isn't it story. funny how they all kind of yeah, like, they they're similar. Yeah, because it's well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Well, I feel sense. like that's very validating when like other people have the same kind of experience. Oh, yes. yeah. That's what we talk about a lot on the show. It's like, oh my gosh, like I've experienced that too. Yes, yeah. same. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So my uncle was dating this girl for a couple years. They had two cats together and apparently the cats like slept in bed with them every night. They were like always on top of their faces. Very affectionate. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> um, and one, like he's gone at one point for a week, comes back. The cats will not come in the bedroom. Like Ah! literally like will not enter the bedroom and he's like picking them up and like pulling them into the bedroom and they're like clawing their way out. They will not stay in the bedroom. Pets and little kids, man. Exactly. They know, they know. And so my uncle asks, asks his girlfriend, like why, what's going on? She's like, yeah, it's so weird. They started doing that like two days ago. I don't understand. Well, she ends up going away. The cats won't come in for like a week. She goes away for two days. He's cleaning the room. He goes under her bed to clean and he finds a Ouija board under her bed. What? And all of a sudden, he's like, holy shit. And he's so not down for anything like that. He's scared to death of uh-huh. all sorts of the spirit world. And 
he goes, calls her, and is like, Gabby, what the fuck? Why is there a Ouija board under our You're bed? You're just playing with it at the and, house and, she's and decided like, to stash down. it? calm down. Like, a couple of our my friends were over. We did some Ouija board. It's not a big deal. Nothing weird happened, and I just threw it under that's the bed. That's what you think. You yeah, have that's the what you think, audacity Penny. to stash it under somebody else's bed? That no, is it was, so no, it was rude. her own bed. It was oh, her own, her own bed. bed. Yeah, was, no, I thought it was together. the... I, okay, I, I was thinking it was a house sitter. I don't no, know why no, no, I was creating my own narrative. No, so they live together, and and so he then ends up throwing it out. So he did the foreboding, but he threw it out and he said within an hour of him throwing the Ouija board out, the cats came back in, slept there, never a problem again. See, you know what is interesting is I did that too. Because I, in this time of my life, I moved like three times, I think. And when I left that, that second place with the toilet seat, I was like, I'm just going to throw it out. And so I just yeah. threw it in a dumpster. Oh, so you did. Okay. Eventually. And everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the poor garbage man who I know, I know. <laughs> the poor garbage Fun. man who took it home and was never the same again. But honestly, I think it was a cool demon. Yeah, he was fine. <laughs> I think some of them are more evil than others. I think yeah. some want to just have a little fun. I think some that are just like, uh, like I didn't mean to be a demon. Yeah. But like, I'm, I'm so s- bored in the underworld. I just yeah. want to make friends. Yeah, they're just kind of like rascally and the other ones are just It's horrifying. like, it's just a family business. My parents <laughs> made me be a demon, but like, it's not my passion. It's not what I chose to <laughs> be. Did I talk about last time how my dad had a client who, uh, my, my dad works with, anyway, he had a client, doesn't matter who it has nothing to do with my father's profession, but the client was telling him how they moved into a house and how there was something messing, like scratching their children. Like yes. they were waking up with yes. scratches and stuff. And it ended up to the point where like the whole family was sleeping together in the downstairs living room because they were all like terrified. of. There was one that recently was that was making headlines in Michigan. That was a baby that got scratched and they, so they put a camera and they caught some kind of <gasps> creature situation. Um, you should look it up. Yeah, it's what? Yeah, that's so weird. I had a there was a like three months and it went on probably happened like once a week. And Evan was (laughs) Ruthie's narfing on that thing. Um, uh, and Evan was like, My husband is not a like he's very skeptical, he hates talking about it because he gets very scared, but he doesn't, he's always like, No, 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 it's not true, it's not true. Well, I was waking up like numerous times a week and I'd wake up and there would be these little cuts, like hundreds of them all over my hands. What? Yeah. And, uh, and they were so thin, like it didn't feel like paper cuts. They didn't hurt, but like my skin was open and there were like hundreds of them. Like I took photos. I was trying to find, I was trying to find the pictures and I don't know where they are now. And I'm super bummed, but you could add, yeah, Evan would be like, yeah, it was really weird. And I was having these like horrible nightmares i normally don't remember my dream but it was like three months worth of having horrific nightmares and i would always startle wake up from them fall back asleep and then the next morning i look and i have these scratches but just on the palms of my hands nowhere else just on my palms. giving a demon hand jobs in your sleep or something (laughs) well let me ask with those sharp nails were you doing like i didn't have the nails at the time oh I did not have the nails at the time. That's bizarre. And it was the the, the 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 form of the cuts was what was the weird thing too. Like so, I'd like check out like the, the the covers that I was sleeping on. Like is something like a fiber rubbing against me or whatever? But there were no cuts anywhere on him and nowhere else on my body. But they'd go away by like the end of day. You couldn't see them. Yeah, it's a demon, right? (laughs) It's a demon. It's a demon. And I felt very weird. That was like our first house together. And I felt very weird in that house. I hated being alone. 
like it was a really safe neighborhood, but it was always just like that feeling of like you would just look out the windows in the dark and I would just be waiting to have someone like staring back that's, at me. That, yeah, that's that. that's, that's the bad vibes. One of my least favorite things, it's not really a ghost thing, but just like open windows at nighttime. Ugh. No, honey. I, I can't like do that. it. I, yeah. have I, all I my always shades. sleep with open windows. Ugh. Oh. Well, my. I mean, like, I like, <laughs> like, I need the curtains to like, because you can people can see inside, but you can't see outside. Oh, I know, I'm I weird. I like never close the blinds in my whole house. Ugh, Stop. Good for you. I, I can't mean, do like, that. yeah, bless. Like, I'm sure that you have like a very nice like airflow going on, but absolutely not. No, yeah, that's true. I think I'm used to actually sleeping in like multi floor. Like, I used to always have an apartment on like the third floor, and so you leave your windows open because no one right. can see in. And it's okay. like, yeah, apartment, but then I still, maybe. yeah, I don't know. Speaking of windows, that's. Guys, it's creepy. Now no, I'm no, no. thinking that I'm people about can to, watch I'm about me. to like shake up your world a little oh, bit no. here. Please. Okay. Oh, no. So I told my mom, I was like, Mom, I'm having another paranormal podcast. Oh, Do you yeah, have you anything weird? About this. And my mom's like, no, there's nothing. She's like, well, one thing that was really creepy used to happen <laughs> when you were young. I'm like, oh my God, so this isn't a ghost thing, but it feels like very like occulty to me. Okay. These ones almost freak me out more. My aunts have some weird like occulty type stories and they freak me the fuck out. It's all, this is all just theory. But it's very strange. So when I was like two or three in our first home, um, my mom always did feel strange in that home as well. And my uncle ended up moving to that home afterwards and he left because he was like, there's something about that house. Really? Yeah. But again, he's very sensitive. He gets very nervous about things. But when I was like two or three. Good, better to be sensitive and just like leave before shit hits the fan. Before you got a demon named Carl who's tapping on your walls constantly. (laughs) Um, But she said that... She, um, at the time my dad was working in the restaurant industry. So like he wouldn't come home until like 4am. And so she wouldn't sleep well sometimes when he wasn't there. And so she's like, I would get up at night and whatever. And I'd kind of pace around and you know, so our house was on this hill and there was like an, uh, you know, cul-de-sac and then right below it, another cul-de-sac. So the house, the top window in like her bedroom, you'd look down, it was this big window and you could look down and see the neighborhood below. You know, it was like, you could see everything. It was relatively okay. close, right? But Where it was, is this? This was in Laguna Niguel. Oh, okay. So it was okay. a safe space. Like, it sure. wasn't, you know. So she could look down. They were close. You know, you could see very clearly. And it was their front driveway, these mm-hmm. houses. Mm-hmm. So my mom started noticing there was this family that lived directly below. Oh, my and God. And they already- had, it was a husband and a wife. And they had three children. And you wouldn't see activity during the day there at all. But at like like once a month at like 1 a.m., the husband and wife would take their kids and they'd be fully dressed and they'd like shuffle them into the car and they'd leave and they'd go somewhere and they'd come back about like two hours later. 1 a.m., pitch black, fully dressed. Hmm. So... My mom is like really wigged out. How does she notice this, by the way? Because like, she ha- she sometimes has like insomnia and she okay. gets up and kind of like is walking around the house and just and- watch the neighborhood out the window. <laughs> yeah. like your mom's yeah, the ghost. Sylvia's just like the creepy. <laughs> but okay, so what happened was, but she'd like peep out and be like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Like, and she kind of would ask the neighbors, "Like, what's their deal?" And like everyone's like, "I don't know." They're really like elusive. They don't really know any like talk to anybody. Their three kids like don't like interact with any of the kids in the neighborhood. And but again, the fact <sighs> they'd be fully dressed. Oh, that was the other thing too. My mom said the kids would all wear this have like the same thing on. She's like, yeah, they all wore these like dark red cloaks. <laughs> yeah. Like just like over it their was heads. Very so strange. weird. So then one night, 
my mom was Oh, that already is that's so freaking So then one night my mom said that she was up and she hears the like the car sees the lights and she looks down and the family is like going in the dad has the door open and the kids are like shuffling in and they're like blue shirt blue pants situation they go in and my mom said she's looking down well the way that the windows are that you couldn't see into our house right so it was like the reflective like you couldn't (sighs) see in my mom says all of a sudden (laughs) the guy just looks up and makes direct eye contact at her Horror movie. And he, she says he does not divert his gaze and he just stares at her. And she's like, I swear to God, the woman doesn't exaggerate. She's like, I swear to God for at least like 30 seconds. She's like, he just stares at me. Everyone else is in the car. And she's like, I know he can't see me. She's like, but I literally can't move. And I'm just looking at him and he just looks at her. No facial expression. Turns away. Uh, and goes back. And my mom was like, that was creepy. And that used to happen. Yeah, that is that creepy. That feels like a culty vibes, right? Like so, yeah. In the I, middle of the night, you take your entire shady. family once a month doing something weird for like two hours. It's not yeah. like, oh, they left and they didn't come back until like, you know, they're not they're not taking a late flight. You know, this is like a, they're gone for two hours. Where in the would they of the go? Night. Or are they like some doing like something horrible, exactly. like pimping out their children or something like oh God, that? That's something a whole other horrific thing too. Whatever huh? it is, whatever it was, good. it was creepy. Now, as hell. okay, so I had a um, I had a Bible. So I went to a Christian school in junior high. I had a Bible teacher who um was also sort of a like exorcist in his spare time of sorts. Um, kind Fun of little hobby. <laughs> he was dabbling. He's actually teach the children and then exercise. He, he's actually one of the f- fucking funniest people I've also ever met. He has like a very dry sense of humor, and he would always tell things very casually. Like in our Christian school Bible class, he'd be like, "Yeah, back in college, you know, when we were growing marijuana in our bathtubs, and you know, like my girlfriend, this and that, and oh, we we were all supposed to look at him as the example of like what not to be, but we were all like, he is so fucking cool. Like, <laughs> we love him." Um, um, but yeah, no, he always had these fucking crazy stories, like cr- just crazy stories. And Fresno, I'm so I'm from Fresno originally. That's a weird place. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on. Yeah, I've yeah. heard. There is a lot of weirdness that happens. And he just had these stories of like, he, he, he would like go into the downtown area and like sit on a bench and like pray for everyone as they pass by. And he'd have people like scream at him and be like, stop talking to them. Like, stop talking to them about me. Like he would have just people react very weirdly towards him because he was a very spiritual person. And I do believe that some people are like good, really good, like spiritual forces and he seemed like he really had that he had like this powerful what kind of force for good i don't know like (laughs) normal christian i don't know he didn't like evangelical i don't know well because yeah some are like a lot more strict about demons and that right like we we've talked in our past episode we talked about how so both beck and i were raised in like very religious (sighs) christian homes okay but you were raised in a place where it was more like you talked a lot about the spiritual world. I think that's like how I got into a lot of this right. stuff to begin with is because my yeah. parents were like, you got to worry about demons, man. And I was like, oh, I know. Wow. And okay. I was very different. Like the, the Christianity I was raised with was like, we don't talk about, we, there's no ghosts. Yes. Demons exist, but like, we don't see them. I was raised Catholic, which is okay. like, that's like a ghost stories. Yes. And oh, shit. hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, my dad's Mexican and like a lot of my Mexican side of the family is like, totally there's, there's a lot that goes on like totally. those hispanic people man have a lot of creepy ass stories my la llorona <laughs> yeah have you seen the movie i did i liked good? it oh, okay i gotta see it um yeah no but uh he just had weird stories and there was just he would tell stories about 
like he also was kind of like a counselor for people and so he would have like there was this woman he said came in and like she had been involved all since childhood in an occult situation where she was sort of like not like the human sacrifice like they would murder her but she would be like sort of like tortured like for the demons kind of oh thing my God. like really dark really dark I shit i don't think people should mess with that no. <laughs> no. my mama told me not to no and my aunt also has a really crazy story about where like she her older sister took her to take part in some weird thing in this home and it was like a native american ritual and she like blacked out for the two hours and like when she came to she was like standing in a corner like holding sage and there was all this stuff. like there is people do weird shit oh my people God. do weird shit and it's definitely still happens so i'm sure that they were involved in something not kosher it seems like yeah 1 a.m with the kids you leave the house mm. I don't know. How do you two feel about like going ghost hunting? Is that something you would do? No, absolutely. You would? Yes. But not you. Okay. No, I don't want to bring any friend home. Oh, I, know. I am very fine and peaceful with my life as it is. <laughs> I have a baby. I do not need to be fucking with that shit. I just, I feel like in my, like in high school, I used to always wake up, wake up at like 3 a.m. and I'd feel like there was this dark presence in the room and it was just like, yeah, you seem very sensitive to it. Horrifying. Yeah. And I don't like it. And I'm just like, please leave me alone. I don't yeah. like it's fun to talk about, but I don't want any of it in my life. That's how I feel, too. OK, so you wouldn't ghost hunt. Well, ever since I started doing this podcast, <laughs> I feel like, you know, for the listeners, yes. I need to get out there a little bit. Get in the field. You know, yeah, get out exactly. there and mingle with the ghosts. Um, so I've done a little bit. I have plans to do more. I'm going to go in full drag and like, oh I don't want, if I'm going to have all the bobby pins in the world. Cause if, uh, if I get my wig snatched. I was going to say like, come on. Or like, what if something attaches to your wig? Oh my God. Well, you have uh, a haunted wig situation. I know. <laughs> Wait, so where have you gone? Um, well, I've been to this guy's house that he lives um, on Cielo Drive, like next to sh where the Sharon Tate murders happened. Oh, and, my God. And his house has like all this um, paranormal activity, not necessarily just related with that murder. It's just sort of like a um, like a gateway to to a lot of activity. And so I've been there and I've had very little a little bit of things happen there. Um, but I'm. I have plans like I want to go to the Queen Mary and Long Beach and yes. I want to go to all these places. People keep sending me stuff. I just went to I was just in Boise, Idaho doing a, a pride show, which was really fun. And um, so many people told me I had to go to the penitentiary there. And there's like oh, an that's old creepy. like not necessarily abandoned prison because they like literally they're like five dollars. You can walk around. So, <laughs> but it's like real old, like spooky. That's Would you like stay the night like? stay the night in like an abandoned hospital or something oh my god i would have to be paid a lot of money yeah um i might maybe <laughs> Did there I was that show for a while we had a friend of ours go on it where they make you stay in these like sp supposed haunted like they're haunted spots and typically they're abandoned like he got paid to stay there for an entire week him and a friend. You know, producers happen. are fucking with them, though. Okay, so he said... Come on, you know they have shit rigged. Maybe, but he said that it was like... And he's like, um... 
he's just kind of wired in the way that he's like, I'm doing this and this is all a bunch of bullshit. Right. But I'm right, doing right, it for right. cash and to like get my music out there, you know? Right, oh, right, yeah. right. Sure. And, uh, and he was like, the, he said some weird shit happened for sure. But I, but again, you wonder a week with the producers. Is a long but that's time. what he said. Yeah. He's like, I also felt like maybe I was going crazy because you're in this spot for that long and you're true. alone with like that's a person. True. You're not allowed to leave the house and like there's well, your imagination's running. Oh, yeah. Like your own home, like without TV or anything like that. You're I'd just kind crazy. of like, yeah. I'm starting to hear people too. Like, well, it's yeah, and also, insanity. what if somebody told you that like there's a demon in your house, and so you have to stay there for a week? Like, just that premise alone, you're gonna yeah. start like right. things are gonna happen. I, I want to start doing video. Like when you asked about me doing video um, of my podcast, not necessarily for interviews, maybe, but I want to do video content where I go out. Where you go? Yeah. Oh my god, there's a uh, a place I used to go in college with all my friends. So it's in Ukaipa, so it's not too far away, and there's like numerous spots in Ukaipa. Ukaipa is like where the hell is that haunted um it's well i was at school in riverside and okay. it was like an hour from there i think is that the place where there's like ukaipa i think it's it- the stairs that end like there's like there's an area in the middle of nowhere and there's just like a a thing of stairs and just then they just nowhere? stop the stairs to nowhere that's weird and it's like very haunted and i've been there and it's very scary have you guys ever been to the winchester mystery house no, no. i want to i want to, i would go to that yeah, okay. that sounds really cool. And I love the whole story behind it. Yeah. Yes. Like, if people don't know, the Winchester Mystery House is in, like, central California off the coast. And basically, a woman, I think, had, like, a, a huge inheritance. Yeah, from and, the Winchester uh, Rifle. Yes. Which that in and of itself, you know, that's that's weird. You got gun money. And uh, and then she, I guess like her husband died and she thought there was a curse on them. Yeah, she went to a psychic that told her... Gosh, I actually talked about it on the show. I researched it and everything. I think the psychic told her that she has to keep building this house or the spirits that were killed by the Winchester rifles will catch up to her kind of thing. Yeah. So she made this house basically to like try to trick the spirits where there's like doors that lead to nowhere, Uh like door, like closed doors. There's like staircases that lead to nothing, like little trick doors, like yeah, doors behind fireplace. Just it's a trap, a huge like house. Yeah, that's oh definitely God. on my bucket list. I and need to go there. It's where I was thinking uh, of another spot. Central Coast. Is it? Oh, I okay. think San Jose. Oh no, no, no. God. It's more like San Luis Obispo area. Oh, okay. I think. Oh, my God. It's, an, it's more go. Central California. I oh, haven't nice. been, but I really want to. Um, let's take a break real quick. Yeah. Well, you know what must really suck about being a ghost? <laughs> what? It's not being t- able to eat delicious food. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be no. horrible. <laughs> it's like the point of my life. Speaking of delicious food, let's talk about Green Chef. Okay. God bless Green Chef, the USDA organic certified company that makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. Let me tell you, for someone, a.k.a. myself, who is not naturally great in the kitchen, Green Chef is a real game changer. They make it as easy as possible. They deliver to your door. They do the meal planning. They do the grocery shopping. Recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped, and they have something for everyone. Meal plans you can choose from include paleo, plant-powered, vegan and vegetarian, pescatarian, keto, gluten-free, and omnivore. I get the paleo meal plan, and the other day they delivered a Kenyan chicken curry with cauliflower rice, kale, and toasted coconuts and almonds. Okay. Oh, my God. So good. And even though I literally barely have to do 
anything. I always feel like such a boss when I plate my gorgeous green chef uh, food because I feel like mama's not eating takeout. Yeah. She's eating delicious home cooked meals. So. And Green Chef has a great special offer for our listeners today. For a total of $75 off, that's $25 each of your first three boxes, go to greenchef.us slash chatty75. Again, that's $75 off if you go to greenchef.us slash chatty75. Greenchef.us slash chatty75. So, okay, you're talking about wanting to go ghost hunting places. Yeah. Um, do you feel like there was ever a specific house aside from your house that you like grew up in with your grandma that like you just felt weird oh in the home? Yeah. Well, or is that something that like, or that uh, people will come on and talk to you about in your podcast? Like, uh-huh. I've, space. I've had experiences. Um, I can think of one in a house, but just a lot of different, you know, old hotels and, mm, you know, right. restaurants and stuff like that. But I had a friend, I remember in high school, she had told me that there was this woman that they would see in her house sometimes that was just some ghost lady and whatever. And one night, years later, after college, I was, I, we were back in my hometown and I stayed at the house. And I was in some bedroom and the door, the closet opened and I could like feel a presence. And I think I was a little drunk, but like <laughs> it was, it happened. And I was like, I was trying to go to bed and it happened. And then I went to bed and I woke up the next day and I said, I can't remember the exact name, but I remember saying to my friend like, Hey, I think, um, Christine, uh, visited me last night. And she was like, how do you know her name was Christine? What? And I was like, I don't know. Didn't you always say her name was Christine? And she was like, no, but crazy enough, we just did some history. Like we just did some research and found out her name was Christine. That's weird. She's like, we just did that. That's oh, weird. Yeah, it was very weird. Oh my God, she like told you her <laughs> name telepathically. Yeah. Okay. But stories. Okay. On my podcast, I've had we've only been doing this since January, but we've had all different kinds of crazy stories. But one of our most crazy one that we've had was somebody had sex with a ghost. Yes. We had a lot of people ask uh, questions about like, is that a thing people like, cause they'll hear people having sex with a ghost. Okay. I'm yeah. excited that you have a story about this. Yeah. Um, like, by the way, is this like a rape situation or is it like a well, consensual? Like, I was a I'm going to get it on with this. Ghost. I was nervous about that. Um, well, we had Billy Lee from Vanderpump rules. Come on. <laughs> and um she told the story and she was like it was great she, i mean she was like i liked it or whatever she made it sound like it like i yeah. said to her it sounds like you liked it and she's like yeah so um it seemed yeah, i it don't seem understand. like a terrible thing i feel like every time i've heard sex with a ghost mentioned it was never in like a a salty way it was always kind of like yeah it just kind of happened and like i let it happen yeah well i also researched like all the celebrities that have claimed to have had ghost sexual encounters are and there a lot yeah really like, kind of <laughs> maybe they're like ghosts of celebrities and they're like i'm gonna bless you with my star palette yeah. like <laughs> i don't know but yeah so um we kind of like made the headlines with um, this Billy Lee story because it was like people thought it was kind of outrageous. But I don't know. I believe her. 
So was she just like, I mean, like, I need the whole, like, did, was there foreplay involved? Like, how do you have sex with a ghost? I don't get it. Tune in to find out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I'm immediately going and listening Yeah, afterwards. me too. What episode is that on, though, actually? Um, it's just the Billy oh, Lee yeah, episode. Okay, it'll say Billy Lee. I don't know what number. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, because a lot of people were asking about that. Like, and I've, I've definitely heard, like, talk about that before. Like, people get it on with ghosties that is so crazy yeah that does not sound like a mean ghost to me i know <laughs> it's a very giving ghost i don't think i've ever actually had like any kind of like i don't think i've ever seen anything as so much of just a sense but you're talking about houses i was just thinking like there's definitely been some houses where i'm like i feel like there's we're definitely not alone here but then yeah. also sometimes it's an energy thing too like i remember in high school there was this friend's house that would always creep me out and then come to find out that her parents had like serious drug abuse issues and like mm. all these kind of yeah. so that's kind of like intertwined sometimes i definitely think that um traumatic scenarios like the energy that goes with that can be imprinted in an area yeah that's what i've learned from talking to people too it can be really heavy there was yeah. a there was a home um my grandparents used to own um when I was young and I never stayed there very often because they had two spots and I typically stay at the one that was closer to my my parents house they had this one place and every once in a while I'd have to stay there and I would beg my mom like I don't and I loved my grandparents but there was something about the house that like I was just really scared of there was a weird energy and again I was young and I feel like kids and uh, children and animals are like more sensitive to Absolutely. it. And I just, and I don't recall having any, like maybe, I, maybe I did. And I just don't remember it. I like blocked it out, but I remember just hating the house and being so scared of it. And so the other day when I was telling my mom about this paranormal one, I'm like, yeah, you know, one of the houses that always freaked me out was that Fullerton house. And my mom's like, oh yeah, my brother, my uncle didn't like that either. And I'm like, did anything weird like ever happen? And she's like, well, right before we bought it, someone committed suicide in it. Oh, oh no. And I go, well, mom. And they're like, yeah, we knew the person too. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, maybe that has something to do with it. And literally like everyone, even, even my mom who is like just not connected in that way was yeah. like, yeah, the house always, there was just something. And like mm -hmm. they had a lot of bad things actually happen at that house too. Like aside from any sort of ghosty moments, there were people who would show up like the area was nice, but like, you know, like vagrant style people would show up and try to break into the home and would like threaten them and be on this. Yeah, there was a lot of really bad stuff that happened at that That's house. That's weird. Do you guys know about the Cecil hotel in downtown Los Angeles? No, no. Girl, that's a Google. What? Okay. Google it. Um, oh my God. I'm going to be on there for it's, hours. Okay, it's the one where a couple years ago, there was a woman found in the water tank. <gasps> I don't know if you heard about this. It was what? Like a, it's this a big a story. This was a what? few years ago. Oh guys, this is like a big thing. What? Um, you're going to fall down a whole rabbit hole. Like it's a, it's a thing. Okay. So this woman was found in the water tank on the roof of this hotel, this old hotel in downtown LA. And it's very mysterious. How did she get up there? She wouldn't have been able to do it herself. All these theories, no one knows this weird security footage came out of her in the elevator, like reacting to something all like, it's very <gasps> strange. And uh, like, it turns out like that place, if you Google and, and start researching, it's for years had like crazy stuff happen there. Like oh, lots of my God. like um, people jumping and like uh, serial killers living there. And like, I think that it just kind of has that bad energy that like it's it attracts, you know, oh, right. this the begs thing. the question. Can cars and other modes of vehicles, can they be haunted? 
Yeah, I think I think anything. Can. Any any right? object, right? I've never heard of a haunted car. Just like drives people off the edge. There's that movie, Christine. It's like a a Stephen King book movie about a haunted car. Really? Yeah, I guess I haven't haven't come across that. I'm still waiting for like a drag queen ghost. Yeah. Or like. Where are they at? Yeah. Wait, I've just wondered, like, what happens if somebody kills himself in their car? Like what happened? Because, you know, with like a house, you have to disclose like deaths that have happened, I think. I, think I don't you have to know if you do. Oh, I've heard you do and you, you don't. I think you you have to disclose it publicly. I don't think you have to like the real estate person has to tell you, but like it has to be public knowledge, right? So okay. You can look up like how I've people asked died in every my time. House. Yeah, oh, every yeah. time. Well, especially this house, we're right across from the cemetery. Like literally, you see the cemetery. I love so, that cemetery. It's I a know, really I love nice it too. cemetery. It's beautiful. But I, before we bought this house, I was like, very like, you guys better tell me if anything weird has gone down. <laughs> like, I need to know, like, what you know, because our last house felt there felt like a strange, not a bad, like it felt like a good spirit was at our last house. Mm. I think I talked about it on the last podcast, but um, but this one, and they said no, nothing. But we've definitely had like loads of babysitters always make comments to us and i'm like i haven't we haven't had anything but like numerous babysitters have been like do people ever tell you that like weird stuff happens here we're like no (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but i have to live here now so thanks for letting me know but yeah no we haven't had anything until recently my daughter and i and it's hard because i don't know if like this is connected to so we recently told her about my grandfather who's passed away and we went to go visit the cemetery and we were like, this is your boppy, you know, and he, he died, but he's your great grandfather and he's like watching you from heaven and blah, blah, blah. And she got like very emotional and was like bawling. And she was like, I miss him. And like, was like holding his grave. It was very, like very emotional. Um, but she then became like obsessed with him and she's like, I want pictures of him. Can I have pictures? So she got all these photos of him from my grandma who's still alive. And so now her room is like basically a shrine to my Boppy. Oh, wow. In the past like month, which is great because if Boppy's here, I love him. Bless. But like in the past month for the first time, she's now been talking about like seeing things. Well, yeah. But there's a shrine to her grandfather who's passed away in her room and then sometimes like at night i'll hear her talking to boppy because i have the monitor that's cute but i don't know if she's talking to the photos or if she like thinks he's there because she'll tell or if he if his like presence is there like i don't know so it's like a nice little ghosty it is a little bit creepy to me to hear like a child on a monitor like talking to something that a child on a monitor is the scariest thing anyways like (laughs) when they'll turn and look at the camera and they're like oh no and then they're green and then yeah their eyes are bright and you're like god damn it it's like every horror movie like no when i'm alone and i have the monitor on and she's in there i'm just like i just can't look at it because i feel like you'll see shifts and movements do you think that ghost children are spookier than than adult ghosts i think the children are scared like they they That's like a lot of people give think. me the spooks more but i'm more like horrified I've never, of adult i ghosts. don't think i've encountered like one versus the other but, but just the thought of a bunch of little children in like 1700 um <sighs> lace dresses yeah that oh, are just like, la 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 <laughs> I hope they're not haunting Ruth's room now that I bought her all those vintage clothes. God damn it. Oh, there you go. They're like, I've come to claim my dress back. <laughs> oh my God. You brought up a really good point in your podcast. I was just listening to about ghost clothes. 
can the can the clothing oh, yeah. exist physically, but then the ghost can be wearing the clothing, yeah. so the clothing exists oh in two God. different dimensions. Because someone was that telling blew me, blew my mind. Somebody was saying that this that I think it was their that a suit jacket. Yeah. yeah, gave them this suit, and then they saw their grandfather wearing the suit, but no. like they also still had the suit. So I was like, <laughs> how can you be a ghost of something that still exists? It's very like that is like some late that night smoking crazy. weed. Like, wait a minute. Um, yeah, it really blew my mind. I don't know. I have so many questions that I'll never have the answer to. That's, oh just, that's really crazy. Okay, tell the, let's get into the story. I see you whipping out your phone. Okay. We got so there, a freaky story. There is a, um, a listener who we asked some people to send us stories and we got so many and I'm so sorry that we don't have the time for just loads of them. But um, there was one in particular and homegirl sent us a video with it. Yes. Um, And that's what made me so scared. So this girl has uh, just a roommate and they started having like really weird shit go down. um, And this lasted for a really long time. I want to make sure that the video doesn't start playing yet. Oh God, there it's playing. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so they had like weird, 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 weird shit going down. Like, um, but like aggressive, you know, like the slamming, slamming of cabinets, light. I mean, the lights going on. Yes. But then like lots of slamming. Um, and they started to get like really wigged out to the point where, um, they had people come, uh, like ghost folk came paranormal like three people. paranormal people came like three times to like try to get rid of it. Nothing they were doing seemed to be working. They were also saying that like it was um, a situation where when a man would stay over, these are two female uh, um, roommates. roommates. When a man would stay over, everything would stop. Um, but when a female friend, it was almost like it made it worse. Yeah. Hmm. Like, which makes you wonder, is it a female ghost or a male ghost? Yeah. I don't know. They didn't say that they hurt. Well, actually, no. It sounds like a female. <gasps> it ghost. does. It does. Oh my god. Oh my god. So they said many people started to say like, "You guys are just one of you guys is pranking the other one, whatever." And this, the cabinet doors would be like left open, and they would like take just, photos. Yeah, they were like, "You guys, look at this morning. All the cabinet doors are open. Everything's open, and like people wouldn't believe them because you're blah, like, blah. okay, the cabinet yeah, doors you are open in the photo. Yeah, like, yeah. And then you took a picture, or they said one of your roommates is tricking the other. And the girl who wrote to us was like, "No, listen, like." we would would sleep in the same bed most of the time because we were so scared. They, she said it was one of the worst years of both of our whole lives. This has now been years since. We're both, we're made of honoring each other's wedding. We're best friends. Like we would never try to fuck with the other person like to that. To that degree. Yeah, they were like, we were both miserable. Like it, it was horrible and they were just patiently waiting to get out of that situation. So one day she set up her phone in their living room. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. You have to. And they slept in separate bedrooms And so she set the phone up. They're both sleeping. And all of a sudden she heard something. And while you listen to this, you're going to hear a slam. And one of the girls says, was that you? And then you're going to hear a voice that says, no, a whisper. And that Mm. was not the roommate. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully it's, it's loud enough. Okay. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? No. Play again. Wow. Play it again. Oh play my again. God. Turn up the volume. Is that you? Uh, oh 
I you hate could, that. You could hear the other friend. She's like, Laura. And she's like, it wasn't me. Like, oh, you could hear her. Well, I spend hours oh listening to ghost voices because I have this segment on my show called EVPs or EVPs. <laughs> EVPs <laughs> are um, like electronic voice phenomena. When you, this is what that was when you catch a ghost talking. And so I research like YouTube has like tons of them. So I like look for hours and hours to find like good ones. And that stuff late at oh night when I'm home alone and I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. no, so, that do you think YouTube that was, so do you think that was a real one? Like, I, well, I don't know. I don't know anything, but that's not real to me. And they have the video. Like, it's just like you set up. It's just set up in their dining room at night. Like, you can see it's just like facing a wall and like. And then when you hear like the panic afterwards. Think about how scary, though. Like, it's answering for her. It's like, was that you? And the ghost just like, no, it wasn't. It no. was me. Oh, think my again. God. No, the EVP thing. Like, if yeah, don't Google this if you're alone at home right now. But like, if you go on YouTube, I've been on for hours listening to that. And that is this. I think that's the scariest shit to me. I don't like it at all. No. Oh, my God. When I was at that penitentiary, I was like holding my phone and I was just asking questions. I'm like, is anyone here? Do I look cute today? <laughs> like just seeing if anything, but I didn't catch anything. Oh, my God. Have you had any guests who have heard anyone speaking to them? Yeah. Well, I have. And I mean, I've had like in paranormal investigator people come on, too. And so they've heard like a bunch. But um, yeah, I always play them. And it's fun because I like to make up my own little ideas of what I think that the ghost might have said. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, no, I'm like with the voice thing. If I ever heard a voice, it's game over for me. I'm moving Bye. if I set up my phone and I heard a ghost answer me, I will no longer be residing there. I don't know. I'm about the touch. Oh, God. If I felt a physical touch, I don't like that. No, dude. And that's what I talk about all the time. Like, all these ghosts are not from the Me Too era, okay? <laughs> like, no, they are being violating personal this, space. Yeah, they are from a time period where you could just grab someone. These are aggressive Grab your ghosts. butt, whatever. <laughs> I've heard, I mean, I've heard of, like, perv ghosts that, like, like to, like, touch people and be gross like that. Yes. But So I'm very curious. Ghosts, like, people that die from now on, like, they're going to be like is this okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> ask permission yeah. beforehand yeah no we had a lot of messages from from listeners and it was a lot of like you know felt someone like nails down the back of their neck mm -hmm. um one uh one girl said that she um uh the where she works it's like everyone thinks that the room or that the spot is haunted and it's like a building from like the 1800s she had to go into the basement like no one would ever go down there and she went down one time and she felt like the chill in the back of her neck and like felt a presence in there and all of a sudden her necklace that had the clasp she said just came undone like but not like broke nothing touched it it just like and dropped to the floor mm. i would be running for my goddamn life can you Oh no! But I'm like, how dare you take off my jewelry? This is not cheap, honey. That's what I think about me and drag. It's just yeah. lots of things that could go wrong. <laughs> Can't get out of there fast enough. All right. Well, you know, I've heard that mediums talk about how spirits can attach themselves to certain things, like a mirror or a chair or something, like we were talking about, or a Ouija board. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> are you scared that a spirit has attached itself onto your couch? Do you know how to solve that? Buy a new freaking couch. Buy a new couch. And I know exactly where you can get a gorgeous, affordable one. Um. 
Article. Yes, Article, the online furniture store that is the easiest way to buy beautiful modern furniture. Article cuts out the middleman to sell directly to you and keeps the prices low. Listen, I have purchased pieces over the years that were affordable and cute online, but time and time time again, these pieces would show up not looking quite as cute in person or being super rickety and low quality. I have a beautiful dining room set from Article, and now my mother has purchased some chairs and couches, and what shocks me every time is the quality. These are beautiful beautifully crafted contemporary pieces at fair prices you will get your money's worth and then some with article and just in time for the summer article recently released their 2019 outdoor collection great patio furniture you need to check out on their website we just got a deck built in our backyard so i'm gonna go look uh article has a fast flat rate shipping to anywhere in u.s and canada starting at just 49 dollars with free basic shipping on all orders over 999 dollars and additional options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance both Jess and I had amazing customer service experiences with the assembly assistants. They were so great, so helpful and patient. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash chatty. Go to article.com slash chatty and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash chatty to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Mm-hmm. Um, so... There was a story from someone and we actually bumped into this individual at our um, recent live. Oh my God. She said she was going to email us. So she did. So she needs to stay anonymous. Um, But she talks about her work for a hot minute. So here we go. Um, And I have to read this because I don't know how to explain it without reading it. I'm so excited because I remember her saying what she does. Um, So as I told you at the event, I work in healthcare, specifically pathology, although I did also work in a nursing home for a while. During my time in the field, I have experienced things that have no logical explanation and that have convinced me beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is a world beyond this physical one and that there is absolutely something after death. My job mostly consists of cutting up body parts in a lab Mm. that come from live people (laughs) post-surgery to grossly simplify things. (laughs) I do have the... Like amputation No, it's... uh, It's once the person has passed. She said from live people. Oh, live people. No, no, sorry. And then she does have occasionally the uh, occasional autopsy. Okay. So so she chops them up. Is that what you said? Yes. So it consists of (laughs) cutting up body parts in a lab from live people. So maybe like if they have a disease and they have to get like a... amputation? It has to be amputation, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know when else you remove a live body part from someone. Like I'm maybe just like cancerous, I'm not, maybe like cancerous. So cancerous? maybe they remove like a cancerous, or if you're just like I'm really organ? not feeling my arm. Like <laughs> I just want to take it, <laughs> just take it away. I don't like it. Okay. Um, but also, this she says I do have the occasional autopsy. However. And it can be a full autopsy or can be a limited one. This particular autopsy was on someone who was wearing prayer beads when they died. In their culture, you wear the beads over the afflicted body parts that require healing and you pray over them. This body was draped with the beads over the chest. The autopsy proceeded, and during the Y incision, the beads were cut through instead of being removed and fell off to the side everywhere. It was pretty standard. The organs were eviscerated and examined. Oh, I can't handle blood. And afterwards, stuffed into a red biohazard bag, which was then shoved into a now empty abdominal cavity. Oh, I'm going to throw up. When they went to the adjacent office for a bit... When we then went to the adjacent office for a bit to set down some paperwork and notes for the preliminary report. We walked back inside to transport the body bag 
and onto the gurney when we noticed the beads. They were back together as though they had never been cut through and were draped over the chest again. To this day, none of us have any explanation for it. That's weird. So, like, they cut through it and the beads fell everywhere. Yeah. And then it was back, put, put back together, back on the body. That's that's just bizarre and creepy as hell. Is it creepy that it like re? I mean, I guess like prayer beads. It's nice, but like it was the Holy Spirit working in those beads, sweetie, <laughs> to string them back together. <laughs> that's an interesting. The question. Lord works in mysterious ways. That's an interesting question we got. So, if you were raised Catholic, so people were asking us, like, what do what are our thoughts on ghosts like, if we like believe in a life after death like what's I mean, that's the funny thing is i don't even know if i believe in life after death but i do believe in ghosts which i guess doesn't make any sense i know it's really like you know i've been recording episodes for almost a year now and so i've heard so many different stories and i do i i am getting to a point where it's actually like helping my life my like just quality of life every day because Mm. i think about the afterlife differently than i used to like i don't think about heaven and hell anymore i think about you know like what is a ghost like to me it feels like um a lot of times sort of like that that person that doesn't want to grow up like that person that doesn't want to move to the next you know when it's like it's like honey like you gotta you know you don't live here for me i have no clue what happened i mean none of us know what happens right but i i do i think it's a reincarnation thing do Do you that's what i think you know psychic told me about ruth um she said she was like wow it's gonna be so cool like you've known her before and she was like just saying that and i was like oh whoa God. yeah that's, amazing. that's what so i think from talking to psychics and stuff that i think i think that we are spiritual beings we're just right now we're in these meat suits i've had right. a couple of people to refer to our bodies as <laughs> yes. meat suits we're just you know we're placed in this vessel you know, we we learn our lessons, and then when it's over, maybe you meet with a god or something, and and you go, okay, well, here's what you did, here's how how what you learn. All right, now you're gonna be a plant, or I don't know, like right. now you're gonna be something else. Now you're gonna be a baby. Now you're gonna I, live in a different circumstance. Yeah, I do think there is a moving on that has to happen, and I have. It does seem like in traumatic or like surprise situations that sometimes spirits will have a hard time moving on. And I think yeah. I brought this up in the first episode, and I'll just cover it briefly again because I had this dream after my. Um, cousin's boyfriend uh actually died in a fire like a freak fire in the middle of the night like an electrical thing in his trailer oh my god yeah and with his dogs and i had a dream like a couple nights later i barely even knew him but i couldn't get him off of my mind and i had a dream that i was sitting with him in my grandmother's house and i was telling him i was like we'll call him bob i was like bob you have to move on like you don't you're what are you doing here you don't live here anymore and he was like he was shocked he had his head in his hands in my dream and he was just like what and i had to tell him like you died like you died in a fire and he he was just like so distraught you could just tell he was like what the fuck and i was just like you can't be here anymore and i had to tell him that in my dream and it really weighed on me and like who knows i don't know if i like actually talked to his spirit but But i think it's like what's strange is that like a lot of i would say actually like 60%, 70% 60%, 70% of the stories we got were people who were staying in homes of um, a friend or whoever who had had like their, you know, they were staying at their friend's house and their friend's dad had passed away like two years ago. And all of a sudden, like they had a dream or like a vision mm. or saw the dad. And it's kind of interesting because you're going like, 
when they talk to the family, they'd be like, no, we don't see him. But it's almost like when someone else is maybe like in that space, it's like, no, they're yeah. seeing maybe s- someone who's not willing to maybe completely yeah. remove themselves, especially if you have like a, like a father who's like the fan, his family still lives there. Like, or like your grandma, yeah, exactly. like this is my family. I'm not willing to fully detach. My yeah, I spirit. think with my grandmother, like I was so young when she passed and like my sisters were a little bit older and they got a little bit more time. And I think that to me in particular, she was like, I just want a little bit of time with this one, you know, like I didn't, you know, cause she was sick for a a long time in my youth. So she didn't really get to. So yeah, I think that there's a lot of reasons why quote unquote ghosts occur. Um, but it really does seem kind of like unfinished business, Mm -hmm. you know, which, you know, I think people, well, I was talking to a psychic that's um, really uh, successful. Uh, he's a medium and he speaks to people's relatives that have passed. And I asked him on the podcast about ghosts going to haunted houses. And he's right. like, I don't want to deal with like these ghosts that don't want to move on. Like, you know, I don't, I don't need that emotional baggage. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, he, he likes to talk to people that have already passed to the other side. And, you know, oh, that's they, so interesting yeah. because like the ones who are currently here have like, issues a chip on their well, yeah, shoulder it's like, why are you here and why is not every ghost here you yeah know? so or why is not every human still on earth so interesting yeah and then i wonder can ghosts then pass on like can they then make the final step or are they like chained to the earth forever have you guys ever listened to snap judgment Mm-mm. it's another so it's a it's a another podcast and it's a pretty big one but they have um a couple specials a year where they'll do like i think they call it campfire tales and then it's like spooky stories but there's this one where this lady talks about moving into this house where that she basically becomes friends with a ghost family of children and how she like literally would like leave gifts in the attic for them like a basketball for the younger Uh. boy and she'd hear the basketball bouncing up in the attic i don't know that's why i think like with children ghosts like it does seem to be very common for children and it's i mean they have so much life to live so like maybe that's why they're still around maybe they tend to be more common like when you really think about ghosts it's like sad it is sad sad. have some peace have some rest like stop but i do have like the theory like maybe my two theories are are like one okay we're all made of energy right like we're just energy so if like a ghost could just be leftover energy from an from a person who passed away and like maybe like you know you have like when i die my body's dead but my energy is gonna go somewhere else it's just scientific yeah so maybe you have a strong energy where like you're Okay. Zhuzh is left over. I somewhere. think so too. I think I think there's so many reasons why yeah. ghost phenomena can happen. Yeah. And I think that that's true. I think sometimes when that happens, it's usually not like what they call an intelligent haunting. So it's more just like oh, interesting. You know, just little things happen. Maybe just like random, um, a, a chair turns around, or I don't know. You know, just little things, or maybe you just see a ghost of a person just walking. But then when I think someone is truly stuck here i think that's more when you start to see like they communicate with you and you know they they say no or whatever (laughs) right oh my god and then you think sometimes they're just like evil people too who then have a vendetta like trauma that happened in their life and so they can't give it up into their afterlife like that ghost in the girl's apartment who just wanted to fuck with other women like there is no hell and they're just like stuck here I've also heard of like pranksters, like, like if a prankster dies, like then they're still going to want to mess with people. Yeah. Their energy is like still around and they want to like 
because that's why sometimes I think about like I kind of want to be a ghost like I kind of want to just like mess with people I I love to scare people I love as a living person I am here I love to I used to hide in the dryer and my sister I'd have my other sister tell my other sister like oh you have clean clothes in the dryer like your clothes are done and then she'd open the dryer and I was like eight and I'd be like oh Ah! my god inside of the dryer oh I'm all about it I love doing shit like that um, well, I'll tell my la- my second theory and then you yeah. plug yeah. and then I know you have a big event tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, but OK, so my other theory and like track with me on this one. OK, because okay. I sound like a crazy person. maybe. Right. But like, what if there are so many different like dimensions and like time is not what we thought it was and it's maybe not like linear, linear. Well, what it's if, not. It's not linear, right? So what if it's like there's all these linear lines of the different dimensions going on and like time is coming across like this. And so on this planet right now, there's other stories happening. So like a ghost is just like a flicker of someone else that's like currently in this same space Whoa. in a different okay. dimension. You got mixed up in dimensions sort or of. Or like there's just like a flicker. Like a, like a, a flicker deja- of another dimension. Yeah, yeah, like we're like you're just seeing like a little like a moment where it comes yeah. across maybe they're not like even trying to like bother you they're actually just doing something in their own maybe home. we're being ghosts right now exactly maybe like we're you know someone in another dimension is like seeing us right now, now. you guys like, remind me of talking? beetlejuice like we're in somebody <laughs> else's house and we don't know it we're doing this a podcast and yeah. we're dead this is someone else's house in a different dimension that's i don't true. know i always get kind of like, whoa that's weird to think about like somebody's gonna live here when it costs five million dollars to own this house 60 but like, but, years but in the they're future doing it right and- now it's all happening right now weird right oh my god this so is i don't know so much, my mind like blows when i like when yeah i, think about I can't things like this. leave you with that mind stretch that keeps me up at night all the time yeah. is it that. crazy maybe but it keeps me up yeah. um, i think about that all the time i'm like am i a ghost like right now like you don't know you're like honestly i'm too fabulous to be real so like i must just this be a like ghost. yeah well then i go to like a mall and i try to use that automatic um in the bathroom like to get your um the sink <laughs> like oh. the sink <laughs> and like my hands are not like that never works for me and oh i'm convinced that i'm a ghost you're just a ghost every here time now to like bless us with your drag and tell spooky stories yeah and you shut. just like walk out and walk through the door like, this like, is just, all oh, just one EVP. you just Bye. evaporate <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> one very long evp i love that yeah. oh my god thank you so much for yeah. coming oh, Rose. Oh, for okay. this is really fun tell do a little quick plug for yes. us. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's see. My dream is to become Instagram famous. So follow yes. me at yes. Roz Dresfales. Done. And um, then you can see what I look like when um, I put a lot of effort into it. And please listen to my podcast, which is every Thursday. It's called Ghosted by Roz Dresfales. Even if you don't believe in ghosts, I think it's just fun just it's to a like great listen. Podcast. Yeah. It's funny. It's exciting. Thank you. Yeah, and I've so had, um, I had my idol, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. <gasps> on which is like such a cool episode oh my god and um yeah we have like celebrities we have everyday people we've had psychics paranormal investigators we've had um famous drag queens just all kinds of fun people and we like to keep it a little bit silly but um also spooky and we talk about stuff like this yes Amazing. awesome love it thank you so much thank you so much um sleep tight tonight bronze yes yes chat soon chat soon bye bye <laughs>